Hey, what's up everybody? This week's writing prompt was brought to me by Reddit user THX underscore 1138 and it goes, the hero and villain sidekicks bump into each other while shopping. They find out they have a lot in common and they become friends. It's another impromptu everybody. Let's go. Hey there, story lovers. Welcome to another episode of For the Love of Story podcast. As always, I am your host, TJ Truly Tooley, and I'm very excited to be sharing another impromptu episode with you. This uh, prompt was a lot of fun. I love superheroes. I love superhero movies. I love comic books, all that stuff. And so getting to kind of play with that world through this prompt was a lot of fun. So I hope you enjoy the short story I've prepared for you based on the prompt about sidekicks meeting while shopping and becoming friends. So here we go. Being a superhero is hard work, but being the sidekick for the most popular superhero in the country is even harder. Being able to fly makes you photogenic, but it doesn't make you very smart. Who saves the superhero's butt when he is losing? That's right, me, his sidekick. Remember the sidekick? The one always racing around the city, taking down the bad guy's minions and hired guns? Go deactivate that bomb. Save that person falling out of the building that I could easily save myself because I can fly. Bring me my super gun from all the way across town. Hold my cape for this picture. You don't need to be on the cover of a magazine or a newspaper. Pick up some food for me on the way back to the lair. It never stops. I used to look up to him. He was my idol when I was growing up. When I developed my powers, I was so excited to join him, but now I've been essentially an unpaid intern for over three years. Sure, I get to live in his mansion for free, and I eat good food, but the hours are ridiculous. I'm constantly beaten up and bruised, and most importantly... I need to save money if I'm ever going to stop being a sidekick. People don't know who he truly is. If they spent just one day with him screaming orders in their ears, they would see how awful he is to be around and feel my pain. Unfortunately, nobody would ever know, because I've managed to keep both of our identities secret this whole time with a state-of-the-art mask and voice changer that I developed. The celebrity status our city is given to their quote-unquote caped angel is quite frankly super annoying. I can't go anywhere without seeing my boss's stupid smiling face. It also means that the biggest criminals and supervillains come to our city specifically to challenge him. A new supervillain came to town this morning and did some damage to the Riverwalk area. The new guy had a giant robot suit, could pick up and throw a car good 50 feet. His sidekick, who I had to fight, was a super acrobatic woman with long, flowing black hair. At some point, she managed to kick my mask so hard that it broke, revealing part of my face. Her mask didn't really cover hers that well, so we locked eyes for a split second. It was then that I noticed how stunning she was. For a moment, I got lost in her vivid green eyes. Then a giant robot leg stomped in between us and snapped me back to reality. My identity had never been compromised before. I needed to get out of there. I dropped a flashing smoke bomb, 
and ran as fast as I could back to the lair. A few hours later, the hero joined me in the lair, and I found out that the bad guy had escaped with his sidekick. I was scolded for leaving the fight. I should have taken care of the sidekick and helped take down the big bad just like every other time. But instead, I disappeared and he was beat by the villain with the help of his sidekick. Well, tomorrow we have to go out and we have to try and take him down again. This was the first loss the hero had taken in years. I had severely messed up. I tried to explain how my mask had broken and I was trying to keep my identity a secret, but he wasn't hearing any of it. As a punishment, I was sent to the small gas station on the outskirts of the city that was a few miles walk from the mansion. There wasn't another building around for miles. I enjoyed the quite alone time I got on every walk to and from the store. This time, I needed to get some rubbing alcohol, some more bandages, some pain medicine, and as always, a six pack of the hero's favorite homemade cherry cola. I walked in and greeted the elderly man who had been running the shop for 50 years. He was practically family to us now. I often wondered if he knew who I really was and what his neighbor in the mansion secretly did every day. <laughs> I was grabbing the last item on my list when I heard the door open. Hello, can I help you find anything, ma'am? In all my time coming to this shop, I had never seen another customer. I peeked over the aisles to see who had just walked in. No thanks, I'm good. I stood frozen in my tracks. I knew that voice. The woman who had just entered the shop had short red hair, but I know I had heard that voice earlier while I was fighting the villain's sidekick. It had to be her. I wasn't sure if I should try and follow her, find out where they were hiding out, or if I should call the lair and explain what was going on. As I debated what to do, I realized that the woman had walked around the aisle and was next to me. Excuse me, she said as she reached past me for some pain medicine. Sorry, I said as I awkwardly stepped to the side, trying to hide the cut and bruised side of my face. I couldn't help but see her green eyes looking curiously at me. It was like she knew she had seen me somewhere before. I watched as she bought her items and walked outside. I quickly brought my items to the counter. I needed to follow her, or at least put a tracker on her vehicle. The old man smiled at me and said, I saw the way you looked at her. What do you mean, I asked as I watched her disappear around the corner. She is pretty cute, he said, and winked at me. Go get her. I'll hold these here. <laughs> I awkwardly smiled and thanked him as I darted out of the doors, hoping to see which way she had gone. To my surprise, I saw her pacing back and forth in the parking lot, clearly upset with whoever was on the phone with her. She angrily hung up and let out a frustrated scream before sitting down on the curb. Is everything okay? I asked as I slowly approached her. I'm fine. She snapped. Leave me alone. She hugged her knees and buried her face in her arms. I'm not sure why, but I felt like she needed somebody with her to help her through whatever was going on. It didn't seem like she'd recognize me from the fight, so I figured it would be safe. Plus, she may accidentally reveal her boss's plans. I knew I needed to be getting back to the mansion, but I was so annoyed with the whole situation there that I just wanted to stay away for a little bit longer. I walked back into the store, I grabbed a couple of bottles of the owner's homemade cherry cola, paid for my other items, and sat down on the curb next to her. I haven't seen you around here before, I said, offering her the bottle. I'm just passing through, she said flatly. She did take that cherry cola and almost smiled after taking a swig. Is everything okay? I asked tentatively. 
I couldn't help but see the end of your phone call. It's fine. That was nothing, she said very unconvincingly. Tears were beginning to swell up in her eyes. I noticed that she had started to absentmindedly pick at the label on the bottle. I wasn't sure if she was going to open up to a stranger at a gas station, but I figured, why not? I'll try. You know, I angrily hung up on my boss the other day, I said with a chuckle. I thought he was going to kill me, but instead he just continued to make my life miserable. She wiped her eyes and looked at me. And what job do you have that's so horrible? Oh, I'm a personal assistant, I answered without dropping a beat. It was my go-to answer that I'd given my parents when I first became a sidekick. Ah, that must get annoying sometimes, she said, looking off into the distance. Well, the hours are awful. My boss doesn't seem to care if I have a life outside of work, and even when I do something really well, he gets all the credit. I could feel myself starting to get worked up as I started to tell her all that. At least you get paid, she said. My boss doesn't pay me, but expects me to be his little errand girl and be on call every hour of the day. I wish I got paid, I exclaimed. He makes me run the most ridiculous errands at all hours of the day and night, but do you know what the worst thing about him is? I know how awful he is, but once we're out in public, he puts on a face and everybody loves him? She interrupted as she turned to look at me. Yes, I hate that. Ugh. I had not expected to let out a growl. We both smiled at each other and began laughing uncontrollably. My sides were hurting as we both let out our pent-out anger and frustration by yelling at the sky. I was embarrassed, but happy. She put her arm around me and I buried my face in her shoulder as we both tried to catch our breath. I sat up and she wiped some tears from her eyes and we began to calm down. I couldn't believe it. For once, somebody knew how I felt and could relate to me. We sat out on the curb for well over an hour, just sharing all of our work horror stories. The old man even gave us two free bottles of cherry cola to replace the empty ones that we drank while we were talking. I really liked her. She was smart, funny, and truly understood me in ways I didn't think anyone ever could. My phone ringing, unfortunately, brought us back down to earth. I hadn't realized until then just how long we'd been sitting on the curb talking. It only felt like a few minutes but I felt like we'd somehow known each other for years. Ugh, it's him. I better take this, I said, smiling at her. I had never heard somebody as angry as he was with me. I was supposed to be back at the mansion hours ago. He demanded that I get back immediately, and then ended the call. Duty calls, she asked as she stood up. Unfortunately, I answered as I took her hands and she helped me to my feet. I wish I could stay more and talk. Me too. She said with a smile. Thanks, by the way, for talking to me to begin with. I don't really have anybody I can talk to about this stuff, you know? I get you, I replied as we picked up our bags. But you have me now, if you want. I walked her to her motorcycle. We both laughed as we awkwardly leaned in for a hug. I held her close until she pulled away. Can I see you again? I asked, trying not to sound too eager. <laughs> yeah, I would like that, she said with a big smile. We traded phones and added ourselves as contacts. It was then that I realized we never introduced ourselves properly. I'm Harper, by the way, I said as I handed her phone back. You'll have to figure out which one of your contacts I am, she said with a sly smile and handed me back my phone. She put on her helmet, revved the engine, and flipped up her visor. Oh, and by the way, 
Sorry I broke your mask earlier. With a playful wink, she sped off over the hill and out of sight. The whole walk back to the mansion, I was a mix of emotions. I felt like I was walking on a cloud, so happy that I had made a friend and that she was as awesome as she was, but also a bit worried because she definitely knew who I was and I'd never had someone learn my secret identity before. Um, as I was walking back into the mansion doors, I scrolled through my phone contacts and came across one named Cherry Cola. I sent a text to that number saying, you are ridiculous. What is your real name? I immediately got a response that said, let me buy you a soda and I might tell you. I'll see you tomorrow, friend. And that is the story I came up with for the prompt. I had a lot of fun creating those characters. It's not your conventional superhero story by any stretch, but definitely a nice little sweet story. So I'd love to hear what you think. Tell me your thoughts. Um, if you wrote something based on the prompt, I would love to read or hear it. As always, you can reach out to me on social media and we can exchange some writing ideas. I think that would be fantastic. Um, so for this podcast, what's going to happen next is um, the first book club episode. Um, again, we're going to be reading The Alchemist by Paolo Colo. If you have not read it yet, I'd recommend reading it by next week so you could understand the discussion that I'm going to have with Creative Bobby and yeah I'm really excited about the book and what the episode will be like so um, follow me on my social medias I'm at TJ Tooley um, and I would love to hear your thoughts on everything if you have any friends or family that you think might like my podcast go ahead and you know point them in the direction I'm love to hear stories and share my stories with as many people as I can. Thank you as always for listening to this podcast. Tune in next week for Book Club. Until then, this has been yours truly, Thule.